Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome to the Munganass, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sullivan, Vaughn, The Plowhawk, Kenneth Iggy Strode, and Action Jackson with you. On a show that candidly needs your involvement because we don't have anything. No, it's a wide berth Friday. Ah! Can we steal that from that other presentation? Well, when you say that other presentation, that sounds like media wars, yeah. passive-aggressive thing where you don't name another show or personality well, because party. you're fighting over your share of $30,000 a year. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's that's kind of true, I guess. No, it just seems like we, we need some sort of title to give ourselves on the days that we don't have anything. To make it sound like we really do, we've thought about it, and it's our intent to have nothing. Just to let things go where they might go. Kirk kind Cousins of better get his act together. Oh. oh God. He had four touchdowns. Uh, I would like to have watched the game last night. What happened? I turned on Prime TV of course, it took me maybe 15 minutes to get there on my TV. HDMI 3, okay, what do I want? Netflix? Nurse. Do I want Apple? Do I want, oh, there's Prime TV. Okay, hit it. Nothing. Hit it. Nothing. Hit it a third time. Okay, here's Prime TV. Okay, you want to watch the football game? Yes. It says watch. Hit it. Watch. Nothing. Hit it. Watch. Nothing. Hit it a third time. Buffering, 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 buffering. Nothing. And then a slate comes up. Sorry, it looks like there's a problem on our end. I guess it is on your end. It's not on mine. I came back 10, 15 minutes later, went through the same darn thing. I got nothing. I went back 40, 45 minutes later. Oh, now the game is on. But it lasted about... About 10, 15 seconds and buffering, buffering, buffering. I said, I've had it. I'm done with it all. I'm not watching the game. So, no, I don't know what happened. <sighs> Eagles won. I don't want to fight this much to watch television. Couldn't agree with you more. A wonderful Wall Street Journal article on uh, that uh, two days ago uh, talking about how uh, it started with a little anecdote from a New York area fan and how he has to prep in advance of games to figure out where the game is and then have it ready to go because mm -hmm. it takes so much time to figure it out for each one of his teams. Now, I realize in St. Louis we don't have – as many, although I do think we'll be getting an NFL and NBA team uh, within the next... There's a topic for us, the NBA. With the NBA. Yeah. 
texting your thoughts, 314-881-TMA5. That is how you can get involved on the program, 314-881-TMA5. It's the EDF Group text inbox. Now, it was Engineered Design Facilities, Doug, but guess what it is now? What is it? The EDF Group, matter of okay. fact. Okay. And if you want to support the sponsors, uh, here's a question that you can ask yourself. You can do it rhetorically, or you can sit there and send out an email. Do we have a fire extinguisher here at work? Oh, I'm sure we do. Somewhere. That's correct. I think we have six. The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the edfgroup.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the edfgroup.com. The EDF group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at the edfgroup.com, the sponsor of our text inbox here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. The number is 314-881-TMA5. And uh, your texts, of course, are only read if you went to school at St. Louis U High and graduated with me in 1994. You can call in at 636-9004-TMA and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Kind of fun to see Buck Swope close the gap on the JV golf coach yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, JV golf coach with four wins, Buck Swope with two wins. Shooter McGavin, Ellen Foley, and the Tinky Monster all with one win here as we are at the halfway point of the month of September. Doug, in, uh, what is it, four and a half hours, you will be out on the golf course monitoring my match with the Warson Woods Wacko. I won't be. Uh, Millions of dollars on the line, and uh, we will see who uh, comes away with the the cash, the cash money. Well, unless you have a drain, fo- drain, drone following you around, <laughs> shooting everything, I I won't see it because I don't intend to be there at all. Jackson's coming. Is he really? I am. See. See, he's not going. I could tell in his voice. He's no, he not. said I am. Yeah. Where are you playing? Read the transcript. Uh, his uh, track, which is Algonquin. Yes. I heard it's in great shape. And the um, Tazberry posted the um, senior amateur he played in. He said the course is just in great shape. Oh yeah, that was there this week. He finished second. Who shipped it? Ah, Doug, who won it? Forgot the guy's name. What's the tournament again? This is a senior amateur. Oh, the senior fan page club the championship. Senior, senior amateur. fan page club championship. Senior amateur. How old do you have to be to be a senior there? Fifty or? I guess fifty-five probably. Fifty-five is the senior. It's not fifty like the PGA Tour champions. Know, could be. Well, there you go. Well, we don't know. It's over fifty. But he okay. shot two under and lost by a stroke. Somebody shot three under. I forgot who it was. There you go. But he said the course was immaculate shape. Greens are perfect. Okay. I would think that the courses around town are probably about as good a shape now as they've been all years. As nice as the weather's been. We haven't had a whole lot of rain lately. but It's been beautiful. Yeah, this is choice. It's been perfect weather. It's a good weekend to go out and take your top off and watch Illinois and Penn State, Missouri and Kansas State. Mm -hmm. How often do you watch football topless? Mm Mm-hmm. When Mizzou gets his sixth win. There you go. Really? The shirts come off at that point? Oh, that's the cigars you know. come out, the shirts come off. That's when the boys all get androids and Outback Decal gift cards uh-huh. and their gift bags there you, at the... Uh, android? You turn in your iPhone <laughs> for an android? Well, you'll see the idiots out there with the M-I-Z painted on their bare chest. Now, why are they idiots? Does anybody do that anymore with the painting of the... I saw them last week. Oh, I yeah. think that was a thing. They're not the antlers anymore. They get rid of the antlers. No, they still, still have them. Still see them at the basketball games. No, I thought they 
ban that group? No. No, I think they even encourage it. Mm-hmm. Doug, Taz is 60. Thanks. 314. Taz is 60. Doug, obviously. Are we Taz. supposed to know who Taz is? Maybe one of the best, uh, most talented golf families in St. Louis. Well, who is he? Taz Berry, Bummer Berry. How would we know them? Well, if you follow golf, you would know him. Follow senior men's amateur golf? <laughs> Local senior well, and like, not even national. For the last senior 30, men's amateur golf. For the last 30 years, they've been some of the best amateurs in St. Louis. Doug, are you, are you living under a rock right now? I guess. I guess. I have not been to a single senior men's amateur local tournament. Not one. He sounds like a heck of a player. You don't like to scout the talent? I think he's also the coach of Incarnate Word golf team because he's always up at Normandy working with the girls. Oh, is he? Doug, who's your favorite uh, high school girls golf coach in town? Taz Berry. Wow, that's so obvious. Mm-hmm. He gave me Talk a great boy. short game tip one time. We were... What was his tip? Well, I've forgotten all the... But all the chips, is depending on how far it was, say he had a 40-foot ship, a 10-yard ship, whatever, he had it to bring it back at a certain time on the clock. Yeah. All right, say you got a 20, 30-yard, or 30-foot chip off the green. Shut it down! That's about a, you want to bring that to about 2 o'clock, you know, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. He had everything where the club needed to go according to a clock. Okay. And I've forgotten them all by now, but... Well, then it wasn't that great of a tip. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. I worked on it for a little bit, and it worked, but then I forgot what times it was. Oh. Man, I guess you should write that down. No, it's repetitive. you got to remember them, but I didn't. What the hell is this old queen rambling on about this morning? Dude, that was mm. coming. Just That's from the Yale side of Doug. Did little. you play against him and you beat him, I think? I beat most of them. Have you lost anybody? Uh, not for money, no. Never in your life have you lost. But they were golf. both 20 handicapped, weren't well, they? What was the other side? Well, what do you want me to do? Tell them to get better before they play? Well, you can't strut I'm around 18. with a 20 handicap. A claim, you're a, claim you're a great golfer if you got a 20 handicap. i got to give that Orson with Wacko a lot of poppy seeds today. A lot yeah. of poppy seeds. I just don't, I don't know like how... That. I'd a, rather be receiving the seed. As a, yeah, as a competitor and as, a, as someone with a... Just a little bit of pride. I don't know how you could ever claim that you won a tournament if you're a high handicap and took a bunch of strokes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you hate the fan page club champion? You just don't understand golf. I do understand golf. Well, you don't understand handicap. What I don't understand is how people can think that I won. I'm bad enough that I won. (laughs) That To me, that's not a competitor. Why do you hate member guests? (laughs) All right, what if the... Cardinals go to the A's and they lose a game. How can you say you won? You suck. Look at you. You've only won 15 games all year. The Cardinals won 30. Well, that game, well, How the, can you say you're better than them? No, the equivalent would be like giving the A's five runs before the game started and then the A's winning. Well, they gave them a bunch of games in hand. What? <laughs> well, as far as one loss. Huh? If the Dodgers played the A's, do you think the Dodgers should lose? The Dodgers have no business playing the A's. The A's are terrible. But they lost a game. Should that count? You're, you're so much worse. Look at, no, we've scored, we've scored 400 runs, and you've only scored 110. On that game, we got 80 wins. You only got 10. On that game, the A's can kidding, say, I yeah, we, we beat them. <laughs> I literally want to throw well, this Okay, Plowsy. I'll throw something else. So many good drops that could have been played right there in that little brief bit. 
that go to the wayside because I'm dealing with a Gateway 98. Sounds like me <laughs> trying to watch the game. absolutely <laughs> done with this. Like, I went through the like same I'm thing last night while trying to watch a football it. game. Gateway timeout? God. Like, I, like, in terms of streaming games now, like, technology has gone such a far... Like, Bailey's is, like, a huge problem for me. This is, like, I'm blaming it all on them. Yeah. Right Bailey's they, is responsible for... Right when they came to town, S hit the fan, and we can't do anything right. Try to hit a drop now. Let's see I what happens. I can't, dude. It's not responding. It's a spinning wheel. Try one more time. I think maybe one more time. I'm not kidding. Can we get something sponsored where I can throw this off a rooftop? Like, Doug, oh, would you like get to get that, that sponsored? Like, well, can we bring in one of our own personal computers and hook it up? Oh, I would, yeah, I would do anything for a new computer. Uh, anything. I have a laptop I don't use very much. Would that work so if we plugged bad. everything into that laptop? It's like unwilling to do my job right now. Oh. But continue, sorry. Had to get it off my chest. No, I mean, there's a lot of frustration. The man's hitting his space bar, Doug, and it's just not executing a drop. Nothing, nothing's happening. It's so annoying. Oh. Does Doty know about it? I've complained about it enough. I think yeah, people yeah. should know. Oh, really? Well, it's just yeah. Like uh, I had, to, I have to restart the thing every morning. Like every morning. Who'd you, who'd you tell about it? Well, t- I've told Rut since he's been in here. Rut, I don't know. Rut's handling Niggy's email. It's easy to say that this <laughs> yeah. is a bad computer, but like it month. could be not the computer. It could be too many files, not enough space. It could be a lot of things. Wouldn't you that think I have that's no what idea. it is? We put too much information onto a computer that Maybe. can't handle it. Maybe. Too much RAM. Being used, Doug? Is that too much know. RAM? I, I wish I was RAM techno- technologically sound. Would it be bandwidth? Is it bandwidth? But uh, aren't I correct yeah, by saying a, a computer only has so much memory? Correct. And if you put more information in there than it has memory stored, you're going to have issues, right? That's Give not it. the issue. Yeah, I'm going to say. What is the issue, Jackson? Oh, it's just the computer's slow. Yeah. Well, but what is why, the computer like uh, for our uh, fun in uh, the midday on 101? Is that uh, fast? Works pretty well, yeah. No, you don't have a Jackson's so understated today, don't you? Yeah. I mean, you I like can tell that. this is Very a guy so locked calm. in for Columbia, Missouri today. <laughs> He's well, hiding something. Well, no, the memory on the computer thing, like we have a hard drive, shared hard drive across the station that's got terabytes of data. So. Terabytes, you like that? I don't, I've never heard of it. Oh, really, Aaron? TB. TB. Heard of megabytes. So what's wrong with this computer again? It's just slow. There's not much to it. Well, else, it's, a, it's a slow computer. Parents and brother master, here's an idea by a laptop, you idiot. Like, what do you, Uh-oh. you want me to spend this is dangerous, and the plowhawk is now accessing the text inbox. Money? No. And I wish Come I had on, heard plugging a laptop in is not It's good. not that's doing, not, like, it's that's not the answer. It, it, we'll, one over here if you want to use it. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll get IT up here, we'll forgot about figure it out, laptops. and things will be all right. How about the one in our old studio? Can we bring that in? I think this is it. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, this is about this other one right next to you that you don't hardly ever well, use. that's a different style that, of computer. That I wouldn't touch. I would not. Mm, this one that works. That controls all programming. It's scary to even think about touching that one. Right? Oh. Well, gosh, I'm sorry we're having this issue. It's all right. We'll power through. Oh, it's fine. Well, Plowsy's, not, up... Plowsy's unable to power through. Well, I'm loading up the drops well, again. Well, Plowsy, I would say don't open every all 500 of those drops up on Adobe. That's probably why it runs slow at some points. Oh, for sure. Because having that many audio files open can slow it down big time. Can you play us one drop at this point? Yeah, would it even work? You want to try one it? one hole. about <laughs> that? I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to clip that off now. It's okay. easier to do the Adobe than this. Hello, Vivian? But, like... That was a nice one. See, Monster? Yeah. So, I mean... It, 
It, it'll work. Like I said, they're loading up again. And, and are there guys who kick with both legs? <laughs> yeah, there are. Well, Spirit always said, play the hits. I don't know. Seriously, check the RAM and CPU usage. That's Gabe from the Cube Farm. Mm. Why don't you guys get a 360 machine? Randy, am I right, Jackson, that Randy character carries one around with him? Yeah. yeah. I saw him yesterday, or the other day leaving with it under his arm. That's what I thought I see him every time I'm walking <laughs> in, he's walking out. Wouldn't be as useful ours. for us. The one and stolen? why is that? Uh, 360 machine holds like 30 drops. Oh, well, there you go, Doug. That's a great straight answer. Didn't we used to have a Lisbon? <laughs> That's a pot podcasting software. It has nothing to do with this. I, I'd like to get it back. The 360 machine is great for like what Randy does when you pull like seven, eight audio clips to play you know, on a given day. But for us, where we have a massive library of drops, the 360 machine is not as effective. Huh. So there's that. Guys, maybe KG and O-Town can fix it. That's in the hunchback of Volume Oh, Castle. he'll be in soon, won't he? Uh, Plowhawk's uh, vacationing in the Hamptons, so that yeah. week he will be, I believe. Okay. Yeah, in a couple weeks. Got that all set up. Very stressful to set all that up, but want to make sure everything's all good to go. What's oh, your trip stressful? No, just getting. I don't like missing like multiple days of work. It's called vacation, baby. Enjoy. Yeah. So why don't you like that? Well, I don't like to put a lot of pressure and stress and more work onto Jackson. So I want to make all sure good. KG in O Town, you know, does have, you know, the ability. But he's done it plenty of times in the past. So he. uh and he landed that plane during huh. the golf course incident. Sure. I don't know what no, we're it's calling now known as that the golf course incident. <laughs> we, we lost our landing gear. I don't know what we're calling that yet, but he seemed to <laughs> land that plane just fine. Well, somebody kicked a plug out and somebody plugged it back in. That was the extent of it. Was that really what happened? Was somebody drove over and the plane? That plug? was Duffy Waldorf, right? I believe it was. How would that not happen before? We've done plenty of golf like events. And well, you didn't see the setup, Lousy. We were on two stories up. And the uh, cord went all the way down the steps, Damn. down the cart path, through a tent. So there's plenty of traffic down there. Our Most of our golf things are at Normandy where we plug it into the snack bar. Yeah, snack bar is where usually right. most of that's. Uh, if you watch right. college game day tomorrow, they plug their set they into find the a snack, snack bar. bar. That's yeah. correct. Hey, uh, if you are uh, watching on uh, YouTube, you may notice that uh, we are all wearing war gerbil shirts and you know one good thing came from that uh remote uh and that is uh war gerbil was uttered for the first time and with missouri playing perhaps its most important game of the elia drinkowitz era uh and uh ill hosting james franklin and the nittany lions doug mm -hmm. uh war gerbil is the battle cry and we are all sporting hoodies correct we're no t-shirts hoodies it's uh, all right. not all of us well, you're not a sporting. I just I didn't have one. There is. Uh oh, Mike Flanagan, do your own. You? No, there was a medium here, and I don't wear. Can't wear a medium. It's too You'll tight. fit into a medium. Yeah, I'm wearing one. a medium. I think that's the one you got. The one that was sitting over there. Oh, so there isn't another one. Uh oh. No, I don't Mike care. Flanagan. I don't care. That's your guy. <laughs> but what did you when we talked about sizes? Yeah, you said what? you wanted a large. I remember that because I said I wear a medium. And you yeah, wear a large because you like it baggy. Yeah, I wore that medium yesterday, and it's just the large gerbil. No, the one we were. Oh yeah, that's for him. And it was just too tight. I like them. I like sweatshirts baggy, you know, so you can move your arms and. You know, it was skin tight. I don't think this is skin tight. No, no big deal. But I'm a I'm a tiny little twink boy, aren't I? I don't want people to think that I'm just not promoting the show. I just don't have one. Well, neither here nor there. It is available both in t-shirt. It's navy, uh, red, white, and blue, and then wonderful little gerbils. 
I didn't notice little gerbils that. in there. Oh, yeah, it's so it's subtle. The the subtle brilliance. Line. I know. This is a combined effort from the great D Bear, who I saw after uh, my son's uh, hockey practice last week. He was running, uh, my God, 5K, 10K. Hell, oh, I don't no know what the hell he was doing now. Yeah. I uh, saw him in the, the parking lot and got a chance to talk to him. I said, hey, thanks for the war gerbil. And then uh, the great Peter Rep uh, added the little gerbils in the lettering, and it is now available for you. Everything on TMASTLshop.com is 10% off. Uh, you don't have to enter a promo code. It is just sitting there for you, and you can sport the war gerbil or the TMA logo. Well, the TMA logo's in there as well, uh, along with the TMA retro shirt, the Art Deco, as it's called, from uh, Doug, and plenty of other materials all there for you. At TMASTLshop.com, 10% off everything automatically when you check out in the material for both the T-shirts and the hoodies. Top of the line, that Mike Flanagan doesn't mess around. TMASTLshop.com. Doug Falltime is here. Plowhawk was just saying mm-hmm. before we started the show, it was, what, 41 degrees or 44 like 44. And, and the van when I got in there, like, oh, it's, it's crazy. Uh, does that, it's so cold. Does that mean... In- Three or four weeks, it's going to be 34 degrees. 100%. I love the fall briskness, but not early in the morning. I don't mind it in the afternoon, you know, when your body... It takes me a while to warm up. Sure it does. Like I'm always really cold the first few hours of the morning, especially yeah. in these types of days. But well, that's why the hoodies are so nice. I just feel like I'm nice, snuggled in a nice little cashmere blanket. Mm. Oh, really? Feels so good. Like a Vera Wang? Blanket? Comforter? Oh, not yeah. that nice. Oh. Yeah. I used to like just sitting in my breezeway with a nice cup of hot chocolate, relaxing, you know, 60 degrees, 55 degrees. Hot chocolate, man. Not anymore. Bill's chocolate. I've seen more neighbors come out of their apartment in the last two days than I have in the last 20 years. But what are they doing when Can't they come out of this apartment? Can't sign that lease. What are they doing? They're just... Talking, hanging out. Mingling, talking on the phone, going from one apartment to the other, just... It's a family affair. I don't know what they're doing. Well, we told you. We encouraged you to move out. That was a unanimous thing. Uh-huh. I know you did. I said, I can't afford to move, so I had to stay. Simple as that. Well. And I got to deal with it. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't sit out on the breezeway with a cup of hot chocolate. Hot cocoa, yeah. Trying to find room with the possum sitting on your chair and just relax. <laughs> no, I mean, it's... I, 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 I love the smell of good food, you know, Somebody's barbecuing, he's, oh, the smell of the charcoal and a oh, nice sure. ribeye. But there's certain things I just don't like the smell of. Oh, no, what's that? Curry is one. Curry. Oh, I love curry, I can't though, eat man. curry. Oh, I had it once, uh, a friend from Jamaica came to visit with me, and she made it, and I, Ugh, I can't, the smell of my kitchen. But when you have four or five apartments all this cooking at the same Patterson time, cake. and they got their doors oh, open, yeah. it's just, like, it's unbearable. And that's what it is, it's curry. Yeah, I know, man, the, I love I know curry. the smell of curry. Jamaica smell has a lot of curried stuff. And these people, these new neighbors, are just lingering. They're just walking in that breezeway like they own the place. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Well, is there is there any solution to this problem? Oh, I've taken it in my own hands. What have you done? Stern emails from the grill, 111. <laughs> what have you done? No, I'm not going to... Well, not just me. Just everybody in my building has said something, so... Yeah, we'll see if they do something. Well, probably not. Can oh. you maybe ask for a transfer within the complex that wouldn't cost you anything? Well, I have to move anyway. Why? Well, you know, when I moved to this place 50 yards from where I used to live because they said a pipe is ready to burst under your sink, 
So we have to dig up the entire kitchen and the hallway, so you're going to have to move. So I moved 50 yards down to the next building. That was three years ago. And I had a flooding in my hallway a couple weeks ago and told me the same thing. Well, you got a pipe. It's ready to burst. You're going to have to move. God almighty. Why are these pipes bursting in the This is after I signed my lease. So I told him, I said, well, you probably have to do it pretty quick. I said, no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting until the middle of October because my next-door neighbor is moving out. I'm just going to move right next door. But then you'll still be around all these people. Well, there's nothing I can do. It's, it's not just my building. It's a lot of buildings. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? I just move. Put I put up with a smile like I always do and then nice, Doug. go inside and throw things. Well, we don't want you to be unhappy with where you live. If you're unhappy with where you live, you're almost always unhappy. No, I make the best of it. I well, do. I, just, I didn't mean to turn this segment into me bitching about where I live. No. I like where I live. I just have to deal with some things. Huh. Anyway, you want to come over tonight and send the breeze? We have a cup of hot chocolate. Oh, gosh. Greg Vaughn's coming home from oh, is it really? Florida this weekend, uh-huh. so I have to... What's the word? What's he doing? He's coming in to wedding. see Kansas State. No, wedding. Uh, He's got a wedding somewhere about every other week. You guys going to play golf? It's about to bankrupt him because they take first they take the bachelor party in Vegas yeah. or Nashville or Scottsdale and and then a month or two later they come back for the wedding. Wow. They go golfing and uh, what is he like twenty seven? Yeah, every wedding costs him a thousand dollars or more. Yeah, that's when you have a lot of friends and you're asked to be in a lot of weddings. That's expensive, man. Yeah, got to buy the suit and everything. You can't afford it. You got to buy the whatever they wear, the certain tuxedo yeah. they wear, and you got to. You're not still being asked to be in weddings, are you? No, most of them are old now. Most yeah. of my that was so funny. What am I going to wear to your most funeral? Of my, most of my friends are married, so. You can wear just one black suit to everybody's funeral, though, usually. Yeah, but weddings are, like when Jimmy Lipsis or Mark Rosen got married, we had it in Shaker Heights. Outside Cleveland. Yeah, so you got to pay for the tuxedo. You got to pay for the room. They didn't even take care of our room. We had to pay for the room and getting up there. Present. Where'd Lipsitz get married? Uh, St. Louis. Oh. He's still around? No, he passed away. Oh. Okay. Well, it's always nice to, to keep tabs with the people that you You're going to pay. You're going to play golf one? John's in? Greg is in. Greg? Uh, I don't think we'll have time. He's got a wedding. He's got wedding stuff he's got to do. When's he come in? Today. Why don't you and him just join Tim and uh, his foursome? Well, it's a four ball, and it's not my place. And I just received notification that uh, the person I thought I was playing against, there has been a switch. Oh, no. Yeah. You're not playing against Wacko? Uh, no, Wacko's partner is... Taz uh, Berry? It's not Taz Berry, but no. I got I to gotta look up the gin situation Who's here. Who's your partner? Uh, compadre of mine. Jackson's played with him. I don't think you've played with him. He's very comfortable... Uh, when it gets warm in the kitchen, so oh, to speak. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's those are the ones you want on your team. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Doug, what? Get comfortable when it's warm in the kitchen. Being uncomfortable. Oh. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay. Think about that. Now, what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking I'm always pretty uncomfortable right now. So. <laughs> I guess I am getting comfortable I'll get with comfortable. that. Oh, boy, I'm giving a lot of pops out today, Jack. This is, a, I think, a 7 has been replaced by a 13. Well, don't uh, let them peacock around if they beat you. 
I don't care about the peacock and I care about the money. You know, cash money is Venmo season. <laughs> Thank you. Is that how they, is that what the way they talk at country clubs? <laughs> That's it. Was the damn Shaker Heights wedding the only one you've been to besides your cousin-in-law's niece's neighbors? That's from Wolf Boy, and Dougie oh. sent it in caps. Okay. I think it's the only one that I went out of town for. Well, I didn't go out of town for very many weddings. Can't think of any right at the moment. I can't either, other than Shaker Heights. Well, maybe one right out of college. That's I think, I think Randy Greenblatt was somewhere Greenblatt. Out somewhere in Illinois. I had a lot of Jewish friends, which I loved. I loved the Jewish weddings. It takes like two minutes. You step on a light bulb, you're done. Jackson, is that a light bulb? It's a, it's no, a, it's a wine, wine glass. glass. Whatever. Right. <laughs> Some kind of glass. I thought they replaced it because sometimes the wine glass don't break. I'm in me undies. Doesn't hey, it work. People like twisting I their I think ankle. it's actually don't break. It doesn't break. It breaks. <laughs> done. It's a glass. It's a wine glass. Yeah, but sometimes those are those stems. You, right. you hit it wrong, it doesn't Absolutely. break, and you twist an ankle or something. You hit it. You hit it hard enough, it'll break. I stomped on one at my wedding. With my Jewish Is that brother, I put one down. I didn't know what I was doing. Well, we don't know what. He said, "Jewish wedding." I said, "Okay." No, it was my wedding. Why? Why were you doing it? Well, because I had a Jewish brother-in-law. So what? He's not getting married. No, but he thought it was a fun thing to do, so he put it, it up is. there. It sounds like you're laugh. pretty bothered by it. I wasn't bothered in the least. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. He said. Stomp on it. I said, okay. And then everyone yells, Mazel Tov. Something like that, yeah. Mazel Tov nonetheless? Yeah, bingo. Happy mm -hmm. New Jewish New Year to all my friends. Hmm. But I do love Jewish weddings because they're so quick. Catholic weddings, you got the whole mass to go through. Some of them. Most of them. Yeah. Tim, don't wear your hat backy at Algonquin. Pale got gaped by the marshals out there for doing that. That's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. Really? The marshal comes got, and yells at you? I didn't know they had marshals. Jackson, you got yelled at for wearing your hat backwards. When was I wearing my hat backwards? According yeah, to the recovering alcoholic, you were, and you got uh, yelled at by the marshal. <laughs> I think for a second I put it on backwards, and there, and, and yeah, sirens went off. Well, really? They don't allow that? They thought no he was gang country affiliated. club is going to allow you to wear a hat backwards. Gosh. I mean, most public. I, it, was, it was like for a second I had it on backwards. Wow, recovering alcoholic knows his stuff. Well, I, I told him a story. Sounds like you were complaining about it to me. Not really. I love playing out there, man. It's a Are there any place. other rules of dressing? I just tuck your shirt in. You have to tuck it in? Most mm -hmm. places are going to make you tuck it in. Yeah, I got reprimanded at Westboro one time. How about blue jeans? Uh, no. Den no. Denim golf? Denim golf. Is, oh, that's when you know you're so. shooting a low score. That's out? It's not very, like... I think Tiger at Pebble wore jeans on Saturday. <laughs> but it was a Levi deal. He had yeah. to. Right. He's in a Relaxed contract. Bit. Yeah, I just don't... The mobility you have in jeans is a little... Constricting, I would say. Uh, Doug Nate in Tallahassee is uh, very active in the YouTube chat. Good to uh, see him. He says, Jackson calmly explaining over and over again the type of technologies that keep this show running to the olds and incompetence is one of my favorite parts mm. of the show. So that was kind of a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope that's not dry. I know what runs the show, what modern. I mean, we can't touch the one to the left, but I, I'm just... <laughs> Don't pay attention to this idiot. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Uh, Doug, uh, his Knowles are given 28 and a half to Boston College. Is that right? Do you like Boston College? I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen any uh, team play. Are you going to watch Boston College no. and Florida State to get an idea of what Missouri can expect when they go through the Northeast next year? No. No, I won't. Did uh -oh. you watch Memphis and Navy to get an idea of Memphis I... and their, their trip to uh, the Dome, which actually to... somehow might be an upgrade for them? I wanted to watch a little football last night, and since I couldn't get the uh, 
Eagles and the Vikings. I did watch a few minutes of that anyway. Is it a benefit to the Memphis Tigers that they have a couple extra days to rest before they head to the hostile territory Mm. that is 22,000 people screaming at the Dome next Saturday? I I suppose it would be. Yeah, you'd want every day off you could get. And you think there'll be 22,000 there? I'm going, I think. Pretty sure I'm going. I am too. My wife's going out of town with our one-year-old, and so it'll just be me and our six-year-old. And I said, hey, you know, I I got offered tickets to the the girls tomorrow in Columbia. Um, And I said, do you want to go? And I'm thinking to myself, God, I don't know how he'd do on the two-hour drive. And then, you know, I'm into the game, and I really do want to watch the game. And if he's pissing and moaning. Just let him run around the rocks. No, it's not a bad idea. I think that's what that James Carlton does Yeah, uh, with his tykes. And I thought, eh. and he goes, Dad, it's not the end of the world. And I go, what wonderful perspective. Really? <laughs> Freshly sick. He goes, well, go next week. And I go, all right. Sounds good. Yeah. So I kind of laid it out yeah, there. Yeah, he got off me. the hook on that one. Well, what bodes well for Missouri is that I think um, Memphis gave up like 300 yards rushing last night. Well, Navy ain't going to throw the ball around. They threw like 20 times. They, uh, they, they missed, a, they missed, they truly, Navy really could have, should have won that game. They missed a, but they, what was initially ruled a first down at the minute left and they would have been first and I think first and goal in, uh, inside the Memphis 10, but, uh, it was about a half a yard short. And so Memphis escapes Doug. So they escape a scare. I've noticed, listening to a lot of podcasts and doing a lot of college football reading that, uh, a lot of people are on both. The Plowhawks ILL and our fighting Missouri Tigers taking the points. Uh, ILL's getting 14 and a half. The Missouri line is down to three and a half. It's, it got to five and a half, and now it's down to three and a half. Uh, 87% of the bets are on Kansas State, but only 74% of the money is on Kansas State. Meanwhile, with ILL, uh, 82% of the bets are on Penn State, and uh, 77% of the money is on Penn State. So not as large of a discrepancy as is the case for the Missouri-K-State game. Uh, let's take a listen here. Uh, John Anderson, uh, University of Missouri graduate. Sure. Probably in between us, I would guess. I would probably think like so. a, a, Maybe mid to late 80s grad, I would guess. Yeah, he's probably mid-50s. Yeah, he's been at ESPN for a while. Mm-hmm. And he was on a podcast uh, talking it over with Kansas's head coach, Lance Leopold, who's done a wonderful job at Rock Chalk Jayhawk and uh, doing a little Missouri KU banter. Uh, take a listen, because Lance, I get the sense, may have taken a shot at uh, the Plowhawks head coach, and that is Elijah Drinkwitz. When is the next Mizzou KU game? 25. I mean, that's or- awful general. 2025, what's the date? Uh, I think it's like first or second week. It's September 6th, and at the time of this taping, it's 749 days away. I don't know if you want to put a little poll calendar in your office, but you might think about it. Well, it was supposed to be the Liberty Bowl last year, but that's another conversation. Listen. Reasonable. They've got oh, every that, right to take that shot. Went that the oh, I want my kids home for Christmas. <laughs> right, yeah. and correct. Did drink. That was a big. That was a big hit on the holiday plowhawk Twitter. This is the one thing drink and Mizzou have got to eat is that Liberty Bowl mm. thing. They have to because it's. I mean, it come out that they did turn it down. Am I correct? Well, it depends. In, in 2023, if you don't like a story, you attack the reporter as opposed to oh, Mc, <laughs> yeah, yeah Brett McMurray. Uh, so. Uh, 
I actually understand it. I don't like it. But if you're like, hey, our best players probably aren't going to play, and I don't exactly have the greatest job standing, even though I got a buddy on the board of curators who got me an extension, and the athletic director might not be all that thrilled about it, uh, in very inverted uh, control chart uh, in Columbia. But nonetheless, I understand dodging it. I guess what you do is you deny it, and that's what he did. Well, I'll never play in the national championship game because that's over the holidays. <laughs> so make the final four say we can't play while my no, kids. They'll make an exception for that. I think even Missouri fans kind of enjoyed that. Now, but again, most Missouri fans at this moment, now 24 hours from now or 30 hours from now, if they win, it'll be back on the Drinkwitz train. But uh, right now, his stock is, I think as low as it's been since he's been hired, even though they're 2-0. But I recognize that, uh, of course, the wins haven't been particularly impressive. But since his approval rating has declined, now that story is starting to be believed more, I think. And uh, if you ask me to bet $1,000 on whether or not I think they dodged the Liberty Bowl, I'm shipping my 1000 on they dodged the Liberty Bowl oh, yeah. all day long. Yeah, sure they did. I give Jackson credit for finding that. I mean, I don't even know who would be looking for a John Anderson Tim podcast interviewing the Hey, you head coach. Tim sent it to me. Oh, oh, nice going, Tim. Wait, wait, where's the? Oh no, you lost your. Is your gong gone? How's it eliminating if it's just the truth? What the? I'll have to use this. The gong was there yesterday. Somebody took it. You missing the striker or the gong proper? Is that what it's called? The striker? The striker's gone. It's stolen my pins. They have done this. Good morning. If you're going to the Dome next week, be prepared to experience the worst concession services in all of the land. That's from C. Terry Douglas. Mm. I'm excited to get an RC Cola again. Take, <laughs> take me back to 2015. This guy wouldn't have the nerve to say that to Drink's face. I'll tell you that much. That's from KG in O-Town. Good for KG. I bet he would. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the whole interview. Lance Leopold is the coach Mizzou wish they got with Drinkwitz. That's from Madison Hedgecock, who's a big PGA Tour champions guy. That was awesome. That's from Gabe from the Cube Farm. A Todd Reesing, Doug, all he did was send in an image of Lance Leopold. Okay. This is a head coach there who just said that regarding the Liberty Bowl. What's Kansas' record this year? They Uh, 2-0. They just beat uh, the Plowhawks ILL last week. They're good. Oh, that's right. The quarterback's really good. Well, it usually takes a coach about five years to recruit his own quarterback. Well, and even then, you really dip into the transfer portal heavy because you don't really want to know the kid and, you know, watch him develop. You want to get him in there. Okay. Taking my last gaping in the coal mines today off to Maryland to root for my Orioles and Ravens. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai, Doug uh, Jackson's buddy who's been in the coal mines. Why is he leaving West Virginia? His girlfriend's a travel nurse, and so the contract's up. Time to move on. So she makes a lot more than him? Yeah. Now, why did you say it like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's the, yeah, you nailed it. Those travel nurses, they do all right. Real good, yeah. And if when you're young and willing to travel around the country, yeah. it's pretty good yeah. living. Yeah. Doug, the Battlehawks averaged 33,000 at the Dome. Thanks. That's from the 314. Okay. I, I got to think Mizzou's going to do better than 22,000. Yeah, if you said it over or under. Well, I mean, again, I do think what happens tomorrow certainly impacts it if they win. And man, it is it is amazing how both hosts and the gambling market is moving in Missouri's favor. I was listening to Reese Davis and Stanford Steve. Doug, you ever listen to Reese Davis and Stanford Steve? No, I don't. Well, you, you listen to some podcasts, don't you? That's what I listen to. I mean, it's 
it helps inform. Uh, and uh, Reese Davis goes, I feel like it, everything is take home dogs this week, so therefore I'm going to Costanza it and just go opposite of what my intuition is and take uh, Kansas State. But uh, Stanford Steve's on the GER. Scott Van Pelt last night picked uh, Missouri in the three and a half. I don't know. I mean, l- listen, from a football standpoint, logically, I don't know how it would strike you that Missouri can do it, but I guess I suppose it's it's all about the defense. I don't know. I, it, for real, at this point, I would actually put money on Missouri, but I'm emotionally invested, so I'm not going to do it. Also, I would say logically, I think Illinois is a great bet. From a football logic standpoint, I think they're a great bet. Uh, I think they're currently undervalued because of the Kansas thing and the close win against Toledo. But conference opener, 11 o'clock game, Penn State's got high expectations. I just, uh, that's... If I had to bet it, I won't bet it. But if I had to bet it, I would take ILL. Plowhawk, how do you feel about that? I don't know. I mean, the defense certainly took a huge hit losing your coordinator, losing, you know, obviously a top five pick in Witherspoon or top ten pick, whatever. Um, I, I just think Penn State's all... Oh, now, look, look at, at that mic. You see that mic? Oh, it's Creeping so up on correct. You. That was hot. Um, I just think Penn State's really good, and I don't know how much we can stop them or even score on them. But... God, I don't know. I don't know in a tough spot. Kind of a transfer quarterback. Everybody kind of knew. Got a veteran receiving core, but other than that, man, it's it could be an up and down season. But I do like the start for this. Toledo, a really good team, former MAC champion last year. Obviously, Kansas is kind of a, not a butt ass anymore. And then you play Penn State. That's a pretty decent three game stretch. It really so is. And the tough thing well. about that is, from a college football casual observer perception. Barely beating Toledo and then losing Kansas looks bad. Oh, yeah. But the reality is both those teams are better than what their recent brands would indicate they are. That's Toledo got some players. I want that game. They are good. Like, they'll win the MAC again, obviously. I realize the MAC is not in that power four or five, however many conferences we have now. Power but, five. Well, until, like, every, you know, the Pac-12 Pac-12 disappeared. So we're down to power four? <laughs> The Big East will disappear. Uh, had the Big yeah. East already disappeared? Is it the? Oh, it's still around. Okay, it's still around. But the Pac-12 is still there now. So they got two teams. They got. They well, they're, they're littered uh, throughout the top twenty-five right yeah, now. Yeah, that they're conference right now is insane. When the conference finally gets good, top to bottom, that's when everybody leaves. I'm not sure the they've SEC. lost the game yet, have they? Their conference? No, they lost. I know Arizona lost at Mississippi State in, all, in uh, right. overtime. But yeah, they. They were killing it, and then week one, they covered every game on top of it, outside of, I think, one, which is ridiculous. Uh, guys, what if Drink's last game is at the Dome? That's from the Hunchback of Oncastle. Oh. I would no, initially gonna... say that is ridiculously unlikely, but I suppose if they got stomped by Kansas State and then they lost to Memphis, which is not, by the way, I, I'm just isolating on them. The Memphis thing is not like a two-foot putt. That isn't. That is in South Dakota, Middle Tennessee. And we saw what the Middle Tennessee thing was. Keep an eye on that. The, the, the textbook Missouri thing would be beating K-State and then losing yeah. in St. Louis to Memphis. On some fluky play. Right. And we all leave in tears. Other than a scandal, do college coaches ever get canned in the middle of the year? Oh, God, yeah. But Missouri has taken a lot of people to executions. <sighs> I mean, it's like, oh, you can't lose to Missouri if you do. 
you get whacked. I feel like it's happened many a time. Didn't that happen to Derek Dealey? It definitely happened to Dan Mullen when Drinkwood's dressed up as a Jedi Knight or something. Yeah, both both faced the. Uh, Maybe the Jim McElwain when he was at Florida. I feel like there's another one too. It's like you can't lose to Missouri. It's too embarrassing. Okay, you're whacked. <laughs> no. I don't think they'd whack Drinkwood so. If they lost big by 35 tomorrow, and then they lost in, in I don't think so either. I don't think but they would. I, th- those are the circumstances that it would take. Yeah, I, I mean they've they, with that extension, the buyout situation has changed a little bit. Ah, yes, the extension. Yeah, I, I just don't think they would. Guys, I'm just hoping for a pregame fire on the turf at the dome. Oh. Stephen, well, it take us back to some wonderful memories of the St. Louis Rams. It would. It sure would. My guess is like people will pile in right at game time so like 30 mm-hmm. minutes before you know the camera shots are gonna look rough well if it's like the rams game you can only get in one door nice <laughs> there's, no, that? there's no place to tailgate there so that's kind of sucks for college fans, oh yeah you do so. right on the corner right there underneath the the inner section people have grills already out there right colonel's having a tailgate grill along with the homeless i don't know where to park uh guys bielma got fired after losing missouri and little rock yeah i fired on the field he didn't, get, he didn't get on the field. He got fired on the field. Yeah, like right before the tunnel. <laughs> you imagine having that? Tough. <laughs> Being a Mizzou football fan isn't a bad gig. It fills up your September and then frees up your calendar for the holidays. It's like mm-hmm. hybrid work. Great flexibility. That's from Arbor Day. Is the phone line working? My friend's trying to call in, Doug. That's from Flip Wilson. Well, why won't you guys answer the phones? I haven't seen a phone call come in yet. Uh, make sure you're calling 636-904-TMA and not, not the that, text line. Yeah. That won't work. That ain't going to work. No. That ain't going to work. But uh, Andrew's barbecue sauce is going to work. Dug them down to three bottles from the dozen I got in early August. That mm. shows how quickly <laughs> I am going through them. And I thought to myself, I got to go order on Max's website, andreas.com. I love that barbecue sauce. Barbecue chicken drumsticks each of the last two nights. How do you barbecue chicken drumsticks? Do you go direct or do you go indirect? Go. Oh, usually direct because yeah. I don't start barbecuing until I'm hungry and I want to eat it yeah. now. I don't want to eat it 40 minutes from now. I want it like five minutes I from now. I started eat. the fire like at 3.30 yesterday, and then I put them on at like 4.10, indirect for about an hour and five minutes, and I got to tell you, it worked completely. And again, I'm on a Weber kettle, so it's charcoal. Oh, I see. Yeah, the indirect uh, with chicken because you got to make sure they're cooked all the way through. And if you put them on direct heat, they're going to get crispy quickly and then you still got another 40 minutes to cook them to make sure they're done so it's good counsel that's why he's got a cooking show oh, it's good gosh. counsel but i will yeah. say i'm terrible at chicken so uh yeah i like the indirect play but i'm curious what because you know a lot of people uh can smoke meats and drink bourbon and uh and i'm curious what their expertise would say either way i think everybody would agree put the andrea's barbecue sauce on it and we certainly did last night plus andrea's steak sauce if you're doing the steaks or burgers it's Andrea's at andreas.com, and of course, their restaurant is on Collinsville Road in O'Fallon, Illinois. Max and Rebecca will take wonderful care of you at Andrea's. It's Andrea's Steakhouse, also the home of the barbecue sauce and the steak sauce, all available at Deerberg's and Schnooks and online at andreas.com. Jackson, tell me about your hair, because I think it's getting thick and lush. Mm, so thick, so lush, and that's all because of St. Louis hair restoration. They got, when I went in for a consultation... Uh, Doug and I both went in there, a little consultation. They looked at me and they said, I think for you, a little finasteride is going to really help. 
it's going to it's going to try to stop that hair loss, kind of keep what you have, and then we're going to give you this laser cap. Mm -hmm. And what that laser cap does is it helps strengthen the regrowth of hair. It uh, forces up some blood towards your head. You put it on six minutes a night, super easy to do. But it's all because I got a consultation over at St. Louis Hair Restoration that nice. Doug did, and that got him some an FUE procedure. Yeah, that's what I had. Here's here's the daily look, look under the hood that. there. I see it coming so, in. See it I coming do, in? yeah. Yeah, it's coming in a little bit. Yeah. It's supposedly you, you see a lot after six to eight months. For me, it's been about two and a half, so I've still got a ways to go. It doesn't just happen overnight, so you got to be a little bit patient. I, I know when once you have it done, you want a, a full head of hair like the next day, but it just doesn't quite work that way. you got to give it a few months. I've seen some before and after pictures of guys a year later, and you don't even recognize the guy. Mm -hmm. He looks like a completely different person. They do fabulous work at St. Louis Hair Restoration. Your initial consultation with the founder, Greg Kreiling, and Dr. Polinga, kind of educational more than anything else. They, nice. they really want to understand, want you to understand how it works and why it works and the differences in the techniques that are out there. Their main goal is to guide you in the right direction to make the best decision for yourself. There are very uh, a number of different ways to go. Not everybody's going to need the FUE procedure like I did because I had uh, a pretty big five head. Hopefully I won't here in another couple months. Big five head for me. No, thank you. I'm doing something about it. And you should too. If your hairline or the, the back of your hair or whatever, if it bothers you, if it always bothers you, if you're never happy with the way you look, do something about it. We've got a great resource right here in St. Louis at St. Louis Hair Restoration. Their website, stlouishairrestoration.com. There it is. Mungan ass sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour, stlouishacker.com, altontoyota.com. Go online at stlouishacker.com or altontoyota.com and go shopping right now to look at the incredible selection Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Mungan has to have for you of new cars and of pre-owned vehicles. And even if you did not get your car from Mungan St. Louis Acura, Old and Toyota, get it serviced. You will be thrilled with the kind of service you get from their service department. It's first class. They're our 7 o'clock hour sponsor here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. The presenting sponsor of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN and the official automotive provider of the Tim McKernan Show podcast and the Ryan Kelly Morning After. It's Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Uh, go online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. And maybe while you're there, you could take some time to uh, think about it, at least. Yeah. That's, Mull that's... it over, at the very least. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, Doug, we just got invited to a, a tailgate for next week. Tim and Doug, uh, you are invited to the J School alum tailgate. I'm hosting in the burned-out building just northeast of the Dome. Not the building with the three remaining walls and the caved-in ceiling. It's the one next to that with two walls and exposed asbestos insulation. Oh. It's from a new pool eligible. Yeah, so. I like asbestos. Northeast of the Dome. Okay. So would that be across the highway there? We're getting into... Yeah. The Cleed's Landing area? Yeah, it's where when you take the uh, Polar Express during the holidays, it's where they put Santa Claus. <laughs> right next to the tailgate beautiful slash area. shank area. Beautiful, beautiful area. Oh, the skies. It's stunning to watch a sunset from right there. Yeah. Oh, I bet. You know, the <laughs> backdrop that you get and the 
the gunfire in the background. The it's smoke nice. the, from the mm. fires from the abandoned building kind of gives the screams that and the, the screams and the wails of victims. <laughs> would Doug ever do a podcast? I think he and some guests would be hysterical. Thanks. That's from Arbor Day. Doug, I know mm. you are wanting to expand your brand. You've always said my brand is yeah. the most important thing to me. I want exposure. I want everything to be about me. <laughs> and so, sure, if I could do a podcast where we could explore me a little bit further, I'd be very happy about that. <laughs> You're taking a shot at QFDA. <laughs> no. uh, guys, it's next to Al's Steakhouse. That's from Zach's wife, Gummy. Oh. Have you ever been to Al's? Uh, I, ha- I have. I have. I've once. stood next to it. I did a Doug Unplugged once about how horrible that whole area has become, and there was Al standing as a lone beacon in the night, yeah, the good, only thing that looks like it's them. still functioning. Here I'm at Al's. This whole area sucks. Yeah. But here's right, Al's behind me. They're right next to Lumiere. And, and beyond that, it's like death and destruction. It's, I mean, you have to see it to believe it. If you haven't been down there to look around, you ought to. I mean, go with somebody. Have some protection, maybe a sidearm. <laughs> but you won't believe what you're seeing when you walk a little bit north of there. It looks like bombed out Berlin oh, after World War wild, II. Man. Well, you'll see it next weekend. Yeah, at this tailgate we're going to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is stunning that that that, that is here, that that's in a major American city, that that's what it looks like. That Polar Express is phenomenal. You're riding an Amtrak through bombed-out Baghdad. Next thing you know, Santa and a fifth of Rumbleman shows up next to Al's Steakhouse. It's from Alan Dateville. Hey, kids. I mean, that truly, for the parents who have done that in the last few years, where you're just on the train and, you know, they're performing and doing the whole Polar Express thing, and they go, look, it's Santa Claus. And I go, what the hell? How's it? How are they doing this? And he's on top of one of the burned-out buildings. And I just go, God, what am I doing here? Is there not another direction they could go? Uh, that's the way the uh, the Amtrak goes, or whatever that train is. But it's got to go the other direction at some point. I feel like that's where, yeah, I guess it does, but I don't know if there would be another burned-out building to the west that you could prop him up there. Couldn't they drive? Couldn't they take the train to Webster or Kirkwood or somewhere along the line there? And I guess maybe there's no place to turn around. Yeah, why don't you call them? I don't know. They must have. <laughs> they must have thought about it. But how do they ever come to the, to the final decision? Yes, we'll put them in the middle of the worst area in town. People will love it. They'll want to come back time and time again. <laughs> That Polar Express is amazing. Daddy, why is that elf crapping on the sidewalk? That's from mm. That's no oh, elf. Oh, oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> mm. uh, I live in, and I love the city, but we have to be the only river city that doesn't have a lovely river walk. That's from Uncle Wally's Plastic we Ears. We have I, the absolute worst waterfront in America. It's not. It, there's no close second, right? No. There's not one. This is embarrassing. I... I I can't get over how pathetic it is to come from the mm. Illinois to Missouri side and look at that slab of concrete. It's absolute trash. The, the Illinois side is no better, if not worse. Well, I'm just saying, the like, whole... in general, you should see, you yeah. know, oh, I, know. I, I cannot believe they've done Keener Plaza. They've redone all the landscaping to the arch. The arch. Haven't touched that. No. Haven't touched it. When but... you see what they've done in cities like Cincinnati. and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, and compared to ours, it's just, it's really, it's soul-crushing. Remember when it was booming? You had the Becky Thatcher, the Admiral, the floating McDonald's. You had the landing was booming. Mm-hmm. What has happened? Yeah. Crime, I guess. Life is happened. Landing was, was happened in place yeah. back in the 
late 70s and the 80s. It was a happening place. Doug, we were just called sex kings. Sex kings. I've texted, texted this in before a couple times. I've had social workers from Newark and South Central who have also done mission work in Mexico, Africa, and rural Thailand. And they say that North City and the East Side are the worst places they've ever seen in the world. Thanks. It's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville. And I can believe that. I can believe that. I mean, seriously, if you have not driven around some of that part of St. Louis, you'll be stunned with what you see out there. Stunned. And with no seeming hope anywhere in the near future to clean it up. I'll vote for Little Rock also. We have one bar and no parking with half-full hotels. Well, when I was down there, granted it was a long time ago now, that river walk was, uh, I think it was what it was called, too. It was thriving. Yeah, I saw it. I was there once. I don't know. I guess maybe they've taken a turn as well. The city didn't do a thing or spend a dime on the arch. It's a national park with you, Jamoke. Mm. The city didn't do a thing or spend a dime on the arch. It is a national park with you, Jamoke. Doug, I just read what's in the prompter. I don't know. They, they spent like, what, $300 million on it? And I'm not sure exactly what they accomplished. They tore down the one parking garage that people could use to visit the arch. They did do that. They rerouted parking that's created the backlog when the Cardinal games let out. I'm not really sure what the positive was. I guess the museum is a little bit nicer. Other than that, $360 million. Oh, weren't You got that walkway now. You can go from that. the little park across the uh, depressed lanes there of... Uh, of, uh, I guess it's the highway 44 now or 55. I'm not sure what they... 70, 55, 44, nurse. You can walk over that, but not many people do because it's just not very safe to be doing that now. When the tourism check clears from people coming in for the Memphis game, we'll be able to start cleaning up the Mm. city. That's from KG and O-Town. I guess. Here's what you do next year. I'll give you a little... It's not going to help thing for a a long term, but for a couple of days, it would make... The Arch Grounds in downtown Bustle, two-day concert. Like when the Foo Fighters next year go back out on tour, you have them under the arch, like they used to do. Have the stage under the arch, you can fit, I don't know, how many people could you fit going all the way back toward Keener Plaza and all that area in there? But would people go? Yeah, they'd go. I don't know if they would anymore. And you set up some nice tents and some uh, food trucks and get people into the area. For It'd be days. worth a shot. For two days. It'd be worth a shot. There, there's a whole lot of people now that won't go downtown St. Louis. They won't the, go. It'd be during the day, so. I know. I, Buff up security. I, Just have people say, you know, hey, downtown isn't bad. Look, we had 100,000 people show up for this. St. Louis City is great, though. Downtown, I don't even know if it's even fixable at this point. Uh, but St. Louis City in general has a lot of great restaurants. I love living Used there. Used to. I, I still, there's still places to go. Oh, yeah, in the city limits, not I'm so not, much downtown. Oh, no, I'm, I, I'm excluding downtown in this conversation. Um, but you have Tower Grove, you have Forest Park, you got the hill. I, I enjoy living in the city, but yeah, I don't see myself ever really needing to go downtown outside of a sporting event because that's all they provide now. Yeah. There's no yeah, other there's reason no. to go down there. Mm-mm. If you work, I mean, if you work, obviously, other than that. What are you doing down there at 8, eight 9 o'clock at night? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I love living down there for the short period of time I did, right by Tower Grove. That's where I'm at. Uh, yeah, me and... Um, Lipsitz. Uh, Lipsitz. No. McGuire. Billy Dean's brother used to live 
downstairs from me with his wife, and I lived upstairs in his two-family flat on Utah. And he would work, you know, car salesman. He's working until 10 o'clock at night. And she would always come ask me, let's go for a walk. And we'd just walk down to Cherokee Street. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, just friends, Doug. Okay. We'd walk down to Cherokee Street and walk all around Tower Grove. It's safe, and you don't worry about anything. And Yeah, different there's, time. There's still areas like that, but... Yeah, not not so much anymore. I'm sad. Why in the hell would the Foo Fighters risk taking a stray slug in the open air of St. Louis? That's from Greg Oden's stovepipe. Someone is doing a billion-dollar renovation of the riverfront rail area south of the ballpark. That's from the 618. Yeah, I've read that for a while. It seems like I've read that for a year or more. I don't know if there's anything happening down there yet. Well, when the cron- I hope. When they decide where to spend the cronky money, we'll be fine. Well, Spending on lawsuits for the aldermen. Aren't they spending some of that already on the, the uh, redo of the Dome Convention Center area? Yeah, that's perfect. Only thing they really need to do to that is just detonate it, right? And oh. then put something actually <laughs> worthwhile there? talking about the Convention Center. Right? Oh, yeah. You want that leveled also? <laughs> I think this it need we need like a two billion dollar revitalization project. We need some billionaire to come in here and do some work. Sadly, I have a number of friends bringing kids to the game, uh, and now some say they aren't going to go due to the six thirty kickoff. They don't want to be around the dome at night. That's from Ken's wedding toast. Oh uh, yeah, I don't, don't doubt it. Don't I don't doubt it. Yeah, and it's not even a bad area depending on where you park. But if you went like I went to a concert at Scott Trade. You know, and we had a park that that area that's right there was full, so we had a park kind of down a little bit. You walking at night, and you're kind of by yourself in that area. I'm scared to walk down there at night. I have a method. I learned it after Adam Sandler. Light jogging with your hood up. Then you look like the problem. You look like the problem. I'm I'm telling you, it worked for me perfectly. There were some sketchy spots where we parked way far away. We went to cheap, like, what was it, like $3 an hour. Remember the $3 an hour yeah. little parking spaces, like an alley? Bro, mm-hmm. I just did a light jog, and nobody messed with me. Well, you have to worry about your car, too. <clears throat> oh, I drive an 04 CRV. They can wreck that thing to shreds. That thing's been paid off for years. I haven't but lived yes, in downtown since 2014, but I went a couple weekends ago. The Arch Grounds, Union Station, and Ballpark Village were all hopping. You guys make it sound like St. Louis is a third-world country with 24-hour street racing. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps! Mm. That's from Scooter. Mm. I mean, I go to the Foundry. I, I mean, I go downtown. Not often, but you go there at night, it is a completely different story. Yeah. It's completely different. Well, yeah, Ballpark Village is bustling yeah can we stop saying ballpark like that that's just it's not even it's always gonna be busy and it's gated in there like you're like in prison like it, it, nothing bad's going to happen in there because you have eight layers of security yeah, i don't really want to i don't want to park for 40 bucks and have three layers of security to get into a bar that i could have gone to you know two minutes from my house ballpark villages ain't it yeah, oh. but yes it's always going to be packed but you're only gonna have hoosier from illinois mm. and hoosier from south county that want to just Hoosier people in Ballpark Village? It's not a place to where it's fun to hang out at. Nobody go, man, I need to go back to Ballpark Village. That was fun. Uh, Lodo King is not happy with you, Plowhawk. Stop talking down on the city you live in. Downtown is not scary. It's not as bad at night, Plowsy. Shut up already! I've lived in the city for for 11 years, and I love it. I just gave it praise with all the restaurants that think me and Madison do. Downtown is a, a completely different animal. 
I've lived here enough to where I, I, I should have a say. I've lived in eight or nine apartments in the city of St. Louis yeah. in completely different areas, too, from Soulard all the way to the Hill. I've had Tower Grove. I, like, I've lived everywhere in the city. Downtown is a nightmare at night. And you're talking about Ballpark Village, which is basically gated in. It's, it's lit up like a Rockefeller Christmas tree. Yeah, that, that's not the, a great depiction of, like, the safeness of downtown is in, in Ballpark Village. It's just absolutely... Uh, you yeah, why don't you walk out of Ballpark that. Village and park somewhere down by the stadium and see how safe you feel? Well, it is by the stadium. Well, right you have to, to leave stadium. there and walk, say, you go down to Locust or Walnut if you park down there. Lighting is terrible. Huh. And there's nothing down there. No. That whole row used to have stuff. Mike Shannon's and stuff now. That's all closed. And... Yeah, Tony's is gone. Kimo's is gone. Mike Shannon's is gone. Some of the fast food places even have left. A Lotto King is back, Plowhawk. I don't know if you're reading this. Well, yeah. Plowsy, I'm downtown almost every weekend and have not had an issue one single time. Give me a break. That's Guess what? Lotto King. What does Lotto I... stand for? Is that Lake of the Ozarks? Yeah, I think so. And I've never had an issue downtown. I've never been. I've never had any issue downtown. Yeah. But, but I know how to avoid the issues. Like, I, I don't know. I just think if you go down there often enough, something's gonna happen. Yeah, just because you haven't been mugged or had broken your, into your car, that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Go, go look true. at the stats. Uh, the Reluctant Cuck uh, says, how many of you have actually experienced any of these quote-unquote problems downtown? That's Not Reluctant one. Cuck. Well, I, I worked downtown for 34 years, and sometimes having to walk several blocks from my car to Channel 4, I never had one issue ever. But there were people at Channel 4 robbed at gunpoint. There was a shooting right outside Channel 4. There have been bullets go into the windows at Channel 4. So it happened. Didn't happen to me, but it happens. Yeah, that's a stupid comparison. Because it doesn't happen to us. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Never happened to you? No, well, we're not the murder capital of the United States for a reason. Just because I've, I haven't been murdered, that doesn't mean oh, I haven't been murdered. I don't know what they're talking about. There's yeah. no crime down there. All these morons defending downtown. I dare you to walk a two-mile circuit in downtown at night with a $20 bill hanging out the zipper that shields your microweens and see oh. what happens. Doug, that's from Carlos Spicewiener, and he's going it. into the hall. And, yeah, yes, my, like and yeah, my shield. car was stolen, but honestly, like, that's not a carjacking. To me, like that, like you know, I was sleeping and they took it. I, but that's still it, unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. But I wouldn't say I was in any inherent danger in that situation because my doors were locked. You, and I was you probably like would have been baby. had you known they were out there and you walked out there to uh, confront them. That's a completely different story. So, like, I'm talking directly, like having somebody rob me, breaking and entering, things like that. I've never had any issues with it. Yeah, my car being stolen up front of my house is probably the. The closest I've been, but I, I I don't, it didn't stop me from moving to the city. I lived in that apartment for another year. Yeah. I guarantee you, anybody who is texting and saying downtown is bustling have never visited any other major metropolitan area in the country. Uh, that is from uh, Mr. Licks. Last night leaving a rehearsal dinner, I saw a vagrant with a hatchet just going to town on a section of the sidewalk. No idea what he was doing. Good thing the groom was so hot. Otherwise, it would have been a spooky night. Thanks. That's from Shrimply Pibbles. Mm. You haven't heard the oh. word vagrant in a while. Oh. Vagrant with a hatchet. Oh. Oh, uh, guys are sending in pictures of themselves. What is this? Oh, oh that's hot. Doug, this is Dan in Phoenix. I don't know if he wants to. <laughs> Just a picture of him and the boys. I told Dad to call. Hawaiian shirts. I told Dad to call the cop for the first time like a month ago. You did 
I'm driving early in the morning. The guy was carrying a machete around like Kings Highway, Olethia, right before Chippewa. Not a problem. And tried to break in to the Lee's Chicken. And as I was turning left to get on Kings Highway from Olethia, he then crossed the street and started hitting his machete with the drive through window of Taco Bell. And I'm like, well, I got to call the cops now, right? Yeah. A little too close to my apartment to where Madison was. And you called him? Called him. Gave him the description of the guy, told him what he was carrying, where he was at. Don't know if anything happened. Did you hear sirens coming for him? I didn't hear anything, no. But, I, I mean, at that point, two minutes yeah. from that, I was, you know, all the way up on, you know, by 44. So, uh, Doug, Dan in Phoenix has just sent in a picture of him and his wife in front of some barrels of bourbon. Well, hello, Dan. Oh, my God. Dan, slow aged. Oh, slow aged. Like Al Capone used this barrel. It's Dan in Phoenix is new, isn't he, Jackson? You know? Um, okay, what's I feel going like he on here? Called in one time, Dan and Phoenix like called in about his wife or something. Uh, it's hard to keep some of these guys straight. All right, <laughs> what's going on here? There it is. This is my wife. You likey likey. <laughs> Very yeah, lovely he, gal. He called in once. I can, I can barely remember it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. He's sending it. He sent in all picture. All of his. Texts or pictures of his wife. Is he yeah. pawning her off? What she I don't know like? what's going on. Here's my hot she wife. Looking? <laughs> she's happy. Yeah, she's uh, a very yeah. lovely girl. Sure, you'll be a big fan. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> okay, easy. It's very nice, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of Phoenix, Jen. I will never understand Darren Gardner's whole, yeah, my car was stolen, but it's fine argument. That's from Mudjack Mike. Well, also, we've had spare tires, uh, license plates. I've had my sticker stolen a few times. But that's petty crime. To me, that's petty as all hell. Like, I can get that taken care of, insurance taken care of. I'm talking like fearing for my life. Do you want to deal with petty crime? I absolutely don't, Doug. It's annoying, but... I also just love living near bars, restaurants, people my age. I feel like the further mm-hmm. I go to the county, the less, I, I wouldn't say fun, but, you know, I just like being where the action is. I, I don't know. need to be downtown. Certainly. A lot of people share that sentiment. And at one point, we had 900,000 people living in the city of St. Louis who liked the city living. Now we're almost under 300,000. Mm-hmm. Almost yeah. two-thirds of the population has said, no, thank you. And I get it. And there's a big reason for that. Schools it being one of them, people with kids, I obviously get that reasoning. It doesn't matter anymore what area. I mean, they go all over the place now. I mean, I've had in the last probably month and a half two cars broken into in my parking lot and a car stolen uh, down at the pageant, which you think that's kind of safe, you know? You're close to a, you know. The pageant on every- Delmar? Yeah, but you got Delmar. I wouldn't think that's a safe area uh, at all. The Delmar Loop with everything still lit up and all right. the bars and everything open. They broke into. They break into. There's lots I for, of crime. I there. forgot what car, what concert it was. They broke into 52 cars. They smashed 52 windows in that parking lot during the concert. Yeah. I, I wouldn't consider that a safe area at all. Not in the least. Just need more cops and more security in these places. Well, you need people just to behave themselves. Well, that's not going to happen, so. Uh, Doug Shrimpley Pibbles has now sent in a picture of his wife. Uh, Here's my hot wife. She took this pic in St. Louis City, but not downtown, just to keep the conversation (laughs) on track. Mm -hmm. Talk about my wife, you weak-jawed simps. That's Shrimpley Pibbles. Here you go. I do have a weak jawline. Yeah, but I tell you this, Dan and Phoenix, you keep sending in pictures, you may go to the top of the list for the... Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. This is Shrimply Pibbles here. Yeah, I saw the... I didn't, I'm talking about the black-haired one. 
Oh, wow. Not a fan of Shripley Bimmel's oh. wife. Well, I don't think that's his wife, so. <laughs> well, he sent in a bunch of pictures of his wife. There she is again. Oh, well. You're in the running, too. <laughs> We're just handing everybody who's hot. That's the winner. Whoever comes up with the, with the <laughs> hottest Shripley Pebbles. Yeah, we gave it to Lipstick Lass. Yep. What has she done? Except sending in pictures. <laughs> she hasn't sent in pictures. Hasn't she? Why did we vote for her? Because <laughs> it was a girl. Look at the history, you pitiful old sad. WTF, Eggy Doug, that's from Shrimply Pebbles. I don't, I don't have the text inbox. <laughs> no, I don't see him. You, you uh, show me that, but I don't know he's sending in all these pictures. Uh, what's your phone number? I want to call in about a good post I have on the fan page if you're interested. We can talk about barbecue, too, that Dan in Phoenix, who's sending in pictures of his wife. What's going on? I don't know oh, what's happening. 636-9004-TMA. Uh, James Carlton presents the Colonel, who will join us at uh, 1015 on 101 ESPN. Uh, the Colonel will be covering Missouri and Kansas State tomorrow at Faroe Field. Doug, is it the most important game of Eli Drinkwitz's tenure as Missouri head coach? Uh, I guess it depends on the outcome, whether, whether it will be the most important. If it's a close game one way or the other, I guess it won't be. If it's, if it's a win, it probably will be. Yeah. And if it's a lopsided loss, it probably will be. There you go. Doug's analysis. Gabe will give his perspective coming up at 1015. It's brought to you by James Carlton, carltoninsurance.net. I'm a client. Plowhawks and clients. Hey, friends, why don't you become a client as well? The number is 314-961-4800. Go online and type his name in. James Carlton State Farm, and you're going to see 325 five-star reviews from James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency's clients, and I am one who would say the exact same thing. That customer service is the best. And I think people just go, I got an insurance agent. They're all the same. They're not all the same. I made the switch, and now I can tell you that firsthand. James Carlton, carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. You can get these war gerbil hoodies and T-shirts that we are sporting if you are watching on YouTube right now at tmastlshop.com. Everything is 10% off. Uh, that includes the hoodies, the T-shirts, and it's all available for you at tmstlshop.com. The retro look is there. The morning after, Michelob Ultra shirt is there. All the script shirts are there. Uh, it's all there for you at tmstlshop.com, and it really is made of high-quality material by the great Mike Flanagan and his people. tmastlshop.com. You don't have to enter a promo code. Everything is 10% off. The TMA Hit and Giggle is only three weeks away at Family Golf. That's presented to you by Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates, and portions of the proceeds are going to benefit the Megan Meyer Foundation. It's Friday, October 6th at Family Golf and Learning Center. $55 will get you all your food and your beer, and it's going to include all your golf. Uh, you'll be playing in threesomes, or you can sign up individually, or you can sign up with your teammates at tmastl.com. Do we know how many we have available? Uh, Doug, do you have those numbers? Uh, I don't have the numbers. Lousy, do we either. have those numbers? I do not no. have the numbers. Uh, TMASTL.com is where you can register for that. TMASTLshop.com is where you can get the merch. Uh, Tim, uh, since you guys are soliciting pictures of wives this morning, mm -hmm. uh, here is mine after cooking her up a nice little pot roast slash tiramisu. Uh, I don't see a picture, though. It's a Vicky's pot roast. Maybe oh. baked her into the pot roast. Oh, Dan in Phoenix is my new favorite listener. That's from the Reluctant Cuck. 
Here's my wife. She was raised north of the dome. Doug, look at Dimitri Sokolotu's. Oh, yeah, right. She was raised north of the dome. That looks like Alicia Cuthbert. Mm -hmm. Here's my hot wife with one of Doug's old co-workers. Ask him if he recognizes her. Uh, Doug, what is the deal I with the listeners? Just your mic, I can't. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, let me move. Nurse, can you see my nurse? Uh, hi, here's my hot wife with one of Doug's old co-workers. <laughs> Ask him if he recognizes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On the right, that's Emily. Is this Hot Wife Friday? Cut that off. <laughs> Doug, we're doing a new segment mm -hmm. called Hot Wife Friday. Sure. It's kind of a fun segment. segment. That's the title of it. Uh, yeah, that's the title of the segment of the podcast, Jackson. Hot Wife Friday. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. I am truly the Lake of the Ozarks King. <laughs> and this is a picture of a guy with his buddy at the lake. Topless. Well, that, that clinches it. He's the king. Who would be king of the Lake of the Ozarks? That's something you're proud of. He used to be Norm Stewart. Would be Johnny right? Johnny Morris? Would he be king of the Lake of the Ozarks? Yeah. Norm Stewart was there every weekend. I forgot the uh, restaurant he would go to on the on the lake. The one I always went to was Klotzy's Ore House. Klotzy's Ore House. Okay. <laughs> What's that text name? But there's another one closer to the Grand Glaze Bridge that him and his Grand Glaze Bridge. Like every weekend we're at the lake. And he would just hold court. <laughs> But that probably doesn't happen anymore. I'm saying, who's the king now? Well, I haven't I'm, been down there I'm, forever. I don't know. I'm proposing Johnny Morris. How often is he there? Uh, probably however often he wants to be there. Well, unless you know how often he's there. Well, he's just got the, what, he's a billionaire by now, isn't he? Could be our friend Liv Maddox. She seems to live there now. Well, she wouldn't what? be the king of the Ozarks. Yeah, it, it, she it, had it, never it, been to the Ozarks, and then she went uh, a few months ago, and now she, she can't. She Keep commutes away from, from the Lake of the Ozarks? No, but just on weekends and oh. stuff. She loves, she loves going down there now. Until well, I, well, I hear somebody better than Johnny Morris, I'm going to stick with him. We're Liv naming, Maddox. We're naming Liv Maddox as the queen of the Ozarks. There now. it is. And then this guy who sends in pictures of himself topless at the lake. <laughs> Maybe the city sucks. Maybe the city doesn't suck. Who cares? Oh. We haven't even talked about KG and O-Town correctly calling three out of four bets he posted last night. That's from Uncle Cucker. Okay. Doug, let's talk about well, it. You have to see him to what were his bets? I did see it. I didn't trail him, but <laughs> he did hit him. What was he on? It's on Vikings. Eagles and Vikings pushed, right? It was. Uh, he had a plus six. Yeah, it pushed. Yeah, so that pushed. But he had Hawkinson anytime. Uh, he had uh, Devonta Smith over five and a half. Did he say Devonta or did he say Devonte? I've never really said it at Is all. Devonta Heisman. Is it not Devonta? Oh, Devante. the guy from Alabama? Why don't you run that Devonta yeah. by a balloon party today and see how it plays? I, I don't... I mean, what do they know? It's, and, like uh, saying, it's like saying I'll have a hot fudge sunda. Right. Devon, all right. Uh, D. Smith, <laughs> over five and a half receptions. And uh, the under on... What's the backup's name? Uh, I can't remember. Madison, maybe? Uh, no, he's not the, the backup anymore. The backup what? He's the starting right... Yeah, after Dalvin left. Uh, under on his rushing yards. And so three of the four hit, and then one pushed. Uncle Cucker says his picks for Vikings plus. Am I wrong? Didn't wasn't it 34-28? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. Okay. The final over score, 49, yeah. so that covered Hawkinson anytime. Devonte Smith five and a half reception. Okay. Well, so he went three zero and one. So yeah. he didn't even lose one. Tip of the cap. Yep. Uh, Tim, if listeners are trying to solicit you for sexual endeavors, I, and then it just trails off. That's from Scott Sprinkled Ballsack, but not his wife. Oh, what? How do you think he was going to finish that sentence before she walked into the room and <laughs> shut down the computer? 
Uh, here is my wife and I a few years ago uh, and a few national championships ago at a live event that featured a female forklift driver who was compensated to drive across the state with her version of Plowsy only to get aggressively hit on by Big Al. It's from Alan Dadeville. Doug, you're married to Alan Dadeville because that's who's I in the... I am not. That's oh, in yeah, the picture. That's me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the forklift driver story was all about. <laughs> that was, uh, what was her name? Shelby Lynn Gash, and she... Uh, made a phallus on her parents' oh. roof on Christmas lights, and we gave her some money to appear with a gentleman who looked just like the plowhawk. Right. I remember her. I didn't remember that she was a forklift driver. <laughs> that was her occupation. I had forgotten that. Well, she didn't look like a forklift driver. Uh, T- Tim, if listeners are trying to solicit you for sexual endeavors, I'll just DM you all of her pics. Thanks. P.S. I really enjoyed the latest QFTA. Strong work. Doug, that's Scott's wrinkled ball sack. Yeah. Not, not his wife. He's trying to butter you up. Yeah, well, I think his wife is interested in going for a weekend in Manhattan with Lisa Ann, who will join us coming up at 9.05, Doug, to get you ready for your fantasy football fun and games. Uh, two-part questions are welcome via the EDF group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Send your emails in for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. DesignAirService.com is where you go anytime you have heating and cooling issues. And you're going to be working with the great Seth Goldcamp and his staff at Design Air Heating and Cooling. I'm a client. Doug's a client. They are the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, where you can find that QFTA, which featured two erotic stories this week. And then it was called Nuts and Bolts and All the Things. Is that right, Jackson? Is that? Yep. DraftKings Cal wanted to know details about Balloon Party. I said, all right, here's, here's how it all came to pass, and here's why I signed an extension, DraftKings Cal. I'd like to think I was as straightforward as possible, but uh, hell, I don't know. I, no, you don't. You couldn't know. Either way, Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of TMA, and Doug and I are clients. Go online at designairservice.com and work with Seth Goldcamp. You're not going to get upsold. You're going to work with the best, and that's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. We'll close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Lisa Ann coming up at 9 o'clock with your two-part questions. The Design Air Heating and Cooling email today coming up at 945 on the other side of the break. It's the Drops of the Week. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.